We're back. I think this is episode 40. It's either 40 or 39. I think it's 40 of the second string podcast. Um, it's kind of a lot. I think uh, once I hit maybe, what do we think? Like 100 maybe? Hit a hit a big, uh, maybe like a shirt giveaway or something. It's a thought. It's a thought. I haven't decided yet. I kind of want to do something. 40 is nuts, though. I can't believe it's already 40. I remember I started doing this during Corona because I was like, shit, I got to do something with my time that isn't watching The Office for the 18th time in a row. So here we are, number 40. Pretty shocking. Um, What I want to talk about today, we're going to do a little weekend in review, folks. A little weekend in review. First off, how do we feel, Lions fans? Can we... Can we clap it up one time for all the Detroit Lions fans out there? Just once? Hang on. Let me hear you a little bit. Don't be afraid to get into it. Here we go. We made it, man. It's Detroit. It was Detroit Lions Fan Appreciation Week this week. You probably noticed no Twitter video, um, no immediate podcast following what would have been touchdown chargers. I have the Chargers plus seven and a half tonight. They just scored to make it 13-3. Or no, 12-3. Let's go. But uh, no, no tweet, no video. Pre-game video, no uh, no sad tweet, no sad podcast that came out today documenting the loss and probable epic second half collapse. It was Lions appreciation or Lions fan appreciation the week. They just didn't they they they've seen how hard we've worked trashing Patricia, people calling Okuda a bust after three quarters of football. Telling, telling everyone Stafford's the problem, telling people how, how we're going to trade him to the Cowboys. They've seen all the hard work and support we've given them. People mailing in the season saying, no chance we make the playoffs after week two. They've seen all the support we've given them. And they said, you know what, you guys, we appreciate you so much. We're going to take the week off. Kick your feet up. Go get a mani. Go get a petty. Get a massage. Have a spaghetti day, if you will. Um, and just take it, take it easy. Take an off day. You know what I'm saying? Take an off day. Do you this weekend. That was very, that was mighty generous of them. And I hope everyone enjoyed it. I certainly did. <laughs> I had a great weekend, folks. I had a phenomenal weekend. Not only did I not have to witness the Detroit Lions rip my heart out of my stomach again for what would have been a terrible reason, I can only imagine. But um, I'm rich. Now I don't like to I don't like to brag about winning bets or how much I won or whatever. It's tacky. But I'm about $218 flush with cash right now from this weekend's betting. I mean, I'm fucking making a killing betting on these NFL games. I just said I got the Chargers plus seven and a half tonight. It's 13-3 right now, midway through the second quarter. I I'm not, I'm I don't want to jinx it. Can you hear this? Knock on wood. I just knocked on wood. Hopefully you could hear that to verify. Um, I'm a man on fire right now. I'm Nick Cage in Ghost Rider. I am fucking walking with a flaming jacket. It's Project Badass type stuff. I can't lose. I can't lose. The Lions didn't lose. I'm I'm nothing but winning. I'm nothing but winning. I've started to realize the last two weekends, the last two weekends, I've struggled gambling. I have struggled with the sports gambling, just in terms of winning. Um, and I've realized, you know what the similarity between those two weekends are? That didn't happen this weekend. The Lions playing. Coincidence? When the Lions play, I lose money. When the Lions don't play, I make hundreds of dollars gambling on football. I, 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 
is there a coincidence there or is it am i like fucking cursed by this team beyond measures that i even thought were capable like i thought i was just cursed in terms of i'll never be happy i'll never be a happy person i'll never go to bed at night being like i'm so happy i i'm a lions fan that's never gonna happen i thought that was my curse i thought my curse was when i have 70 year old people tell me i've waited 70 years for a super bowl you better like don't don't get your hopes up don't hold your breath and i'm like this crazy old guy where i'm gonna win one before i'm 70 is my curse that i'm actually we're actually not gonna win one before i turn 70 i thought that was my curse all of a sudden now i can't win money on other games if they have to play that might be a little much that might be a little over the line we i'm not gonna do it but if if things go south next week lions lose and i fucking flush money down the toilet it, don't be surprised if COVID shows up in the Detroit Lions locker room. If Allen Park, Michigan is the new epicenter on the globe for coronavirus, don't be surprised. If Ford Field, Ford Field, there's so much COVID, you can just run your finger over a seat and just find COVID. Don't be surprised. Don't be surprised because this curse, listen, this curse is bad enough that I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be in a wheelchair waiting for this team to win a Super Bowl. Is that not bad enough? Not only that, but I can't even win money on the other games? That's just downright sick. That is a dark, twisted horror movie. That is a dark, twisted... That's You know what the name of that movie? It's a Stephen King. It's not never good enough. Or no, Don't Hold Your Breath. That's not a bad... That's not a bad workshop idea. Don't Hold Your Breath. Don't Hold Your Breath for the Lions Super Bowl title. Don't Hold Your Breath like... Because maybe Matt Patricia is a strangler and he's choking innocent Detroit fans out because, like, that's absolutely something that a loser would do. I don't know. Anyway, that's way too. We're way too much time on the lines for them not even fucking playing this week. I don't want to talk about those. I don't want to talk about them. We'll talk about them later in the week. Anyways, yeah, so big things Lakers win the championship. Bron, Bron's fourth. I actually feel like I need to do, while we're on the subject, I need to do a Bron rant. There's no, obviously I'm 23, didn't get to watch Jordan play. The only Jordan, like the most Jordan content and amount I've seen him play was watching The Last Dance. Like I obviously, and watching those highlights compared to what I see in the NBA today is nowhere near the same, I would imagine, as actually watching Michael Jordan live in his prime. But after watching LeBron, he wins his fourth. And I've watched this dude has been in the NBA for my entire life. I was six years old when this guy made his NBA debut. I was six. I was six years old when he played his first fucking game. I'm 23 now, and this guy's still the best player in the league. How? How is that even possible alone? Forget the stats, forget, forget the rings, forget four and six, forget six and oh, forget Jordan, forget LeBron. I was six years old when this guy started his career. I'm 23 right now, and he's still the best player in the NBA. How? I, it really doesn't make sense. Like, this guy, it's to the point where this guy is, A, I know he's 35 or whatever, and it's like everyone loves, well, all the haters absolutely do, but everyone at ESPN and all those sites love, or and all those stations love being, this is the year, this is the year. Watch out for LeBron's decline. It's like what we do with Brady, except it actually happened to Brady. This is the year LeBron's going to watch out for those knees. Oh, he's not as athletic. He can't get by people. This is the year LeBron starts to fall off. 
he just put up 30, 10, and like eight in the finals and won finals MVP. He's 35. What's up? What's up? And people are saying he's going to decline. Why? Why would he ever decline? This guy's going to be putting up triple doubles when he's 50. Like, actually, I'm going to have grandkids, and this dude's going to be putting up 25 and 5 in the NBA Finals. It's unbelievable what he's doing and what he's done. Just that that fact alone, that he's been in the league for 17 years and maybe he hasn't been the best player in the league all of those years, but outside of maybe his rookie year, 16 years, he's been one of the top five, top three players in the NBA, if not the best. That's unheard of. That is unheard of, not, on, not in basketball, not in the NBA, not in college, not in, not in the NFL, not in pro bowling, not in billiards, not in golf, not in tennis. That is unheard of in the human race. Like, are there? I don't follow the China leagues or the Euro leagues. Like, do they have a guy who is the best player in the world for 20 straight years? Like, do they have someone like that? That a, a generation of children went from diapers to driving cars and they've been the best player the entire time. Does that exist anywhere else? I, f- I don't think so. Not that I know of. The guy's unreal. Not to mention, not to mention, he's been to 10 finals, which is ridiculous. Not to mention, he leads the NBA, he leads the playoffs in like every all-time stat ever, it seems like, or he's top two, top three. Points, assists, rebounds, appear like games, never missed a playoff game, never missed a playoff game. He's played like 250, never missed one. Again, what? He's played four, ex- no, three, yeah, three, ex- wait, yes, three seasons. He's played three seasons of playoff basketball. This dude's played 20 seasons in the NBA. 20, if you count the playoffs as seasons. He's played three full seasons of playoff basketball. Those are harder minutes. He's not t- like load managing. Those are 80 game, 80, 80, 80. Those are full ass seasons of harder minutes, harder defense, harder offense. He's probably playing like 45 minutes in all of those games. Four, three full seasons. And people won't say this guy's the greatest of all time. I mean, Jordan was probably incredible. I'm sure six and oh, the bulls, the bulls, the bulls, greatest of all time. Scotty Pippen ain't no thing without a ring. I've seen it. I watched the documentary. I get it. Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan. I fucking understand it. I'm not like not trying to take away anything from Jordan, but the people who do try to take away stuff from LeBron, it's like, how can you ignore and deny this guy's greatness? It's unreal, unreal. 10 finals alone. That's crazy. He's taken some fucking ass teams, like teams that Michigan state led by Cassius Winston would put up a fight with. Like he has taken some garbage teams to the finals garbage four and six 17 years i don't know he leads like every all-time stat ever it's crazy and like i said he doesn't even look remotely close to being on any sort of decline if anything i'm like the lakers are gonna be better next year but why wouldn't they be why wouldn't they be ad i can only imagine will be better lebron's gonna be the same if not better because like he fucking doesn't get worse. KCP, Caruso, all these young guys, they're going to draft Cassius Winston. Like, they might just be better next year. It's nuts. It's nuts. Congrats to LeBron. I'm sure he's a listener. I can't – I would be shocked if LeBron wasn't a listener. So, I just want to say congrats to my guy, LeBron. Um, 
I don't know when you're planning on have the having the party or the ring celebration, but I will be available. Um, I haven't been to California in over a year now, so I'd absolutely love to fly out and hang out with you, my man. Just I, I, I would take it as the repayment for me guarding guarding the wall for you. All these LeBron, it's me and Nick Wright. It's me and Nick Wright and Shannon Sharp, fucking in that order. Me, Nick Wright, Shannon Sharp, in that order, defending the wall for LeBron. Just bodying people. It's like Game of Thrones, Battle of the Bastards. I just, I'm Jon Snow. I see all the LeBron haters. Just fucking pull out Long Claw. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. You know what Long Claw is? Long Claw is averaging a triple double in the NBA Finals when you're 35. It's that, except it's made out of dragon steel. Or no, dragon gold. No. What's the steel? Valyrian steel. I'd take that as payment. I'd go hang out at LeBron's mansion for a weekend. That would be more than enough payment for for the service I'm doing to him right now. Unreal, though. Congrats, LeBron. I It's funny because I've never really been a LeBron guy. Like I, I'm not one to suck people's – well, I guess I kind of am. But I'm not one to suck LeBron's dick. But I'm just to the point where I'm like, this dude is so nuts. Like, how can you not at this point? Like, how can you not? It, it, he's so good. I don't get it. I, I really don't get it. It's, it's one of the more – not like it's so great and everything, but it's like – this dude actually, are we sure he's the same like specimen as the rest of us? Like you just look at the guy and you're like, what the fuck is that thing? Like it's nuts. And then he runs a four, three and jumps 70 feet in the air. It's crazy. Good job, LeBron. Good job, Lakers. I mean, I don't really care about the NBA that much. So I wish I could like be all passionate and fired up about this, but it's cool for LeBron. All right. Yankees lose two. I don't know how much the Rays are up 2-0 now. They just beat the Astros like they just finished the game like an hour or two ago. They're up 2-2-0 now. Um, Yankees, what you guys suck. Imagine being a New York Yankees fan. I like I don't want to make this podcast like trashing, you know, trashing people like tra- I didn't trash the Heat. The Heat are sick. Jimmy Buckets is awesome. But I don't want to make it all random sports thing, but that's kind of what it is. This is the weekend in review segment. Yankees, you guys suck, dude. Imagine being the Yankees fan. The Yankees payroll is like the the or no the Rays payroll is like twenty five percent of what the Yankees have, and they just clowned them again. The Yankees got clowned. How again? How you have four times the money to spend than they do, and you still can't beat them? Garrett Cole is the prince that was promised. <laughs> Doesn't matter. See ya. Get out of here, Aaron Judge. Fucking, he's like Mario when he, he's like Mario when he jumps and hits the uh, mushrooms and the gold coin comes out. Doink. Yankees, you have four times the payroll. The Rays are disgusting, by the way. Tyler Glass now, that dude should be a big man at like, that dude dude should be a big man at Iowa State, averaging like eight points and six rebounds a game right now, yet. He's in the pros, gassing 100 on the edges, saying no fucking chance after he drops an Uncle Charlie into people. Guy's unreal. The rotation's unreal. The bullpen's unreal. I I mean, you can't not love the Rays. Like, that's why baseball's awesome when you get these stories, like the Billy Bean Moneyball. Everybody knows that story. But you have these teams where they're fucking working for peanut. Well, not working for, but they can't, they can't pay these guys dick. You've seen, obviously, COVID's different, but you've seen Tampa Bay Rays games. There's more people on a Tuesday at 3 in the morning at Cedar Point than there is at a Tampa Bay Rays game on Saturday night. Nobody goes to those. They, I don't even know. 
who makes more money, the second string or the Tampa Bay Rays? I really don't know. And these guys just went in and beat the New York Yankees after Luke Voigt promises they win. After New York, there's nothing. New York, New York. Judge walks by the Red Sox locker room last year. New, or no, two years ago. New York. L. L. Mike Stanton, Aaron Judge, Garrett Cole, Tanaka, Glaber Torres, Gary Sanchez. It doesn't matter. These and they still can't win. Like, what do you even do if you're the Yankees? That's the depressing part. Like, what it, it's kind of nice at times. I obviously Detroit, we're like, oh, we're the victim, we're the victim, we stink, everyone stinks. Stevie Watt, you're a fucking legend. Don't listen to that. Everyone stinks, nobody knows how to run a franchise, blah, blah, blah. We kind of forget sometimes, like as Detroit fans here and there, you need to look, look up, look up when you're in the garbage pit, just shoveling. We're like in the, if it's the Titanic, we're the guys in the bottom of the ship, Detroit fans just shoveling coal into the fire. Every once in a while, you got to look up from shoveling coal and be like, Hey man, at least we could be the guys cleaning the toilet or no, at least we could be the, we, we could be the guys who. We were the captain of the ship, riding high, gold-plated watch, sleeping on silk sheets, and then get demoted to the guy who fucking cleans out the toilets. That's the Yankees. These guys come in every year strutting, strutting around like King Henry VIII or something. You know what happened to King Henry VIII, I think? Let's see if the public school system has failed me or not. I'm pretty sure he got beheaded. I'm 99% sure in the, in the French Revolution. There's a King Louis VIII. Either way, you know who I'm talking about. One of those French kings, the French Revolution. Quink, beheading. That's the New York Yankees every single year. They walk in, they're the king. They're eating wine and grapes and cheese and shit like that for every meal of the day. Two months later, whooshink, they get beheaded. And the guy doing the beheading is a guy that they paid $1 a day to fucking scrub their shoes. That's That's the more embarrassing part if you're the Yankees. Like, it's one thing. The Tigers, when we were good, like we had a pretty massive payroll. Hopefully that happens again, but that's a conversation for another day. We had a pretty massive payroll, so it's one thing to lose to a team like us where we're not the Yankees, but we have a quite the hefty payroll. But it's another thing to lose to a team who, like I said, a quarter of your payroll, a quarter of your payroll. Like you should – it's it's it really is the Monstars versus whatever they call the good guys in Space Jam. I've never seen Space Jam. I don't know if that's crazy, but it, it really is the Monstars versus the human beings. And the Monstars, except that in this case, the Monstars never fucking win. The Monstars never win. They just lose every single... They always think they're going to win and act like they're going to win, and then they just lose every single time. It's really mind-boggling how the Yankees do it. I mean, imagine being a Yankees fan at this point. you got to be pulling your hair out, because what do they do? They Last year, the whole thing was, all right, we just need Garrett Cole, and then it's over. Well, they went out and got Garrett Cole, and he pitched the game five that they got eliminated in. So now what? Now, do they go out and get Frank Frankie Lindor? Like I think their payroll this year was like three hundred million or something, or like three hundred fifty million. Do they just go out and say, "All right, next year our payroll is going to have to be six hundred million if we want to win"? Like I don't know who's the owner Steinbrenner, right, of the Yankees. I don't know how rich that dude is, but he's is he willing to part ways with like 80% of his fortune to see the Yankees probably still lose in the ALCS? Tough, 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 tough. Tough scene if you're a Yankees fan. Like I said, Detroit fans, 
It's not great here. It's not great at all. But every once in a while, look around and realize, hey, at least we already know we're bad. At least we don't walk around like we've already won the World Series only to get our fucking throats ripped out by the Tampa Bay Rays who are making quarters on the dollar or paying their guys quarters on the dollar to what we are. At least that, I mean, right? Right? Eh, that could be us. That could be us, but it, thank God it's not. Thank God it's not. I mean, to a point, it's like, it's great that the Yankees are in the playoffs. I'd love to have the Tigers go to the playoffs. But would I love to have the Tigers go to the playoffs every single year and then lose? Because it's one thing where like, the Tigers going to the playoffs would be great because we stink right now, so it's a crazy thought. But the Yankees have the biggest payroll in baseball, so they're – I mean, it's – play like if, when they don't go to the playoffs, it's like, well, what the hell was that year all about? If they ever don't make it, it's like that was a complete fucking failure. So it is apples to oranges a little bit, but, man, at times, at times we have to appreciate – it's the, I appreciate the little things about being a Detroit fan. There aren't many, but every now and then there are a few like that. All right, folks, I, uh, I'm going to take a quick break. Little, uh, little word from our sponsors over at anchor.fm. If you're looking to start a podcast, if you're looking to make a podcast, get your thoughts out, make a few jokes, tell a few stories. I'm going to tell you why you should choose anchor. Um, and then we're going to, we're done with the weekend in review. And then I'm going to just go, we're not doing, uh, the, the store or, uh, confessions of a young professional just yet that that episode will be later this week but a couple just random thoughts and events that happened to me over the weekend. I guess part of the weekend in the review, but not really sports related. All right, quick ad, and then we will be right back. We're back. Before we get into the next segment, Chargers just took took a 20 to 3 lead. Drew Brees threw a pick. They returned it to the like two, and then Herbert threw his third TD of the day. Two things. I've been saying it all year. Drew Brees fucking stinks. This guy can't throw the ball over five yards. Another dump down and Kamara dropped it. This guy can't throw the ball over five yards. The, the Chargers are going to go down and score again. Can't throw it over five yards. Their O-line sucks. They don't have any playmakers outside of Alvin Kamara. Flip side, Herbert, this dude's got a cannon. He can move. He's big. He seems to like know who's going to be open every single play before he snaps it, which is the rarest of things for a rookie quarterback. And they're just shoving the ball down New Orleans' throat. I'm a genius. This is the easiest bet ever. Knock on wood. But right now, it looks like I'm a genius. Also, one other thing. Weekend in review, I want to touch on it before I get screamed at for not mentioning it. Stevie Y, you didn't go. You probably did go unnoticed by 99% of the world, but the city of Detroit and Hockey Town, we saw you, big fella. Um, Steve Eiserman is just like on a one-man mission to make the city of Detroit relevant when it comes to sports. And I fucking love it. This guy's a genius. He's getting solid players for next to nothing. I talked about it last week on my podcast after the uh, after the Red Wings draft and talking about just how sad it is. Sad. It's like a melancholy feeling how at least the Red Wings know what they're doing where every other team in the city just doesn't seem to even have the slightest clue. So at least the Red Wings got something going where it's sad, like, what the fuck? We have a clown show going in three sports, and then the other one, it's like, bang, bang, bang. I don't even know. It's like Tesla, how I imagine Tesla is run. It's sleek. It's modern. Everything's streamlined. It all comes back to Elon, a.k.a. Stevie Y. Maybe we don't have any value created, but we are certainly generating hype. 
that's how I feel like the Red Wings are. I don't want to talk too much about it. I wrote a blog. Go check that out, thesecondstring.com. But, Steve, you did not go on notice. So here's what I want to talk about for this second segment. Haters, and there will be many. I am completely certain of it. Get ready. There will be haters for this, what I'm about to say. I almost don't want to do it, but you know what? Fuck them. Fuck them. I don't even care. I'm going to do it anyway. Fortunately, I was invited by one of my one of my dear friends, shout out Jay, to go golfing this weekend, free of charge. Went to the Pine Knob Golf Course. It was it's fall in Michigan. If you haven't been to Michigan in the fall, it's unreal. The, the leaves changing. The colors are unbelievable. The temperature is like the perfect, like it's, it's not necessarily warm, but it's not, it's like a little cool, but not cold really. Like it's just home, home. It's homeostasis, homeostasis of weather. It's fucking perfect. Anyways, beautiful course leaves changing. I'm with a few of my buddies. The LBLs are flown Bud Light South Seas. I'm cram- I'm smacking the ball around a little bit. You know what I'm saying? It's Saturday morning. I'm feeling good. Saturday and you starting it off with a free round of golf. I had a little Mickey D's before the round. You know what I'm saying? Breakfast of champions. The LBLs are flurring. You know what I'm saying? It's a good start to the day. Went through the day, had a great round. We had a great time. It was very fun. I enjoyed myself. Like I said, super scenic, beautiful, great being outside in the weather. Great way to start the start Saturday. Absolutely no doubt about it. Here's the kicker, though. I did shoot a 107. I did. I'm going to just flat out tell you people, I shot a 107. They're like, listen, enough of my friends listen to this. There's no sense in me coming out here. I guess I could come out here and be like, I shot a 97 or 98, like that'd be kind of believe that would be believable actually from the people that know me and have played with me, but that's not who I am. That right here. That's not who I am. I'm a man of integrity. I'm a man of truth. I live by the truth. I shot a one Oh seven. It was not great. Sadder part. I actually felt like I was like, I played kind of decent today. The reason I felt that way is because my iron shot, I don't want to dissect my golf game, but here's out of the tee box and my iron shots. Mwah. Beautiful, always beautiful, always beautiful. Chipping and putting, that's where you're going to start to hear the get the three chips, three putts. And these greens were fucking lightning. I would tap it and that thing would roll 50 yards. These boys were lightning. These boys were lightning. You step next to the ball and it starts rolling 20 feet. A lot of three putts, a lot of three chips. That's why I shot a 107, despite being like, I actually thought I played well. Because listen, my, the way I judge my golf game is. Three things. One, am I having fun? Now we we cracking some jokes. We got the music going. Is it nice out? Is the are the vibes? Am I? You know what I'm saying? You know those golf vibes. That, one, is that going on? Two, am I loose? Am I loose? You know what I mean. You know you know how sometimes you're in one of those zones where you're just like fuck it. You just go up. You like you walk up to the ball. I take like one like half practice swing and then I just snap it and see a later ball. And then other times you're like, all right, keep it straight back. Don't bend the wrists. Extend out. Don't slice it. You're like all in your fucking head about it. I was loose. I was feeling good. I was just, I was, the hips were loose. The body was loose. The music was flowing. Layla. I just go up, smack the ball. Number three. 
Am I making good contact? Am I hitting the ball? Like I'm, I feel like, you know, you feel when you hit a ball. One of the great things about golf, one of the reasons I actually enjoy golf, you feel it. You feel it. I know what people are thinking. Everything was going well. I was having a good time. I think I'm going to bag golf, but I'm not going to bag golf. When I golf, I do have a fun time. I have fun playing golf. I enjoy playing golf. Usually I'm with my friends. Usually some, some uh, beverages are being consumed. Usually it's a nice day. Usually it's Saturday. It's a good time. I like golf. I do. Here's my question to you, and I don't know if I'm going to get hate or confusion or I'm an idiot. I don't know. Do people like get better? Like, do people improve at golf or is it like you're just born and you're able to shoot in the eighties? You're born like Tiger Woods could just like, he can just shoot 67. He's just born like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, do you, do you do, does the average guy improve or girl, the people listening right now, do you improve at golf? Tell me, please tweet me at next second string. Do you improve at golf? Cause I don't, I don't think I ever have. I, I didn't start playing golf till maybe my senior year of high school. So like five or six years ago, um, I know I shot like a one, I was like one tens. Don't tell anyone I said that, but like one tens back then, ever since then, once I started like paying attention to it again, like sometime during college, mid one hundreds. And that's all I've ever been able to do. My, my personal record, I think is a 98. Like the best I've ever shot is a 98. The best I've ever shot is a 98. And I think I've only broken a hundred twice in my life. So what I'm telling you in the last five years, I've probably played I don't know, like a hundred rounds, if not more, I played a fair amount of golf. Like I'm not a, I'm not a golf every weekend guy. And this is because why I'm not a golf every weekend guy, but I've played my fair share of golf. Do people get better? Does the average guy get better? That's not a pro. Cause I have friends, I guess this is where I'm going to get the hate. I don't understand it. I have friends that every set, like from May to the end of August or end of September, every single Saturday, they're playing golf and They'll play a few twilight rounds rounds in there and throw in the range as well. Like these guys are fucking breathing golf. You think they're in the PGA, not because they're good because they all stink too, but just by the amount that they play and the amount of money that they dedicate to golf. keyword. Notice you the keyword there. There was a free round Saturday. That's pretty much the only reason I went to play. I can't condone paying for golf when for the last five years, my stroke or my score has gotten better by one. Maybe if not, it's gotten worse. So people improve, like, I don't get that. Why are, why do people, why are people spending $40 a weekend playing golf? Or if you're playing twice a week, you're, you're spending like 70 bucks a week on golf. And that's not even counting any beers or food or whatever. How do people justify that? I, I like, I need someone to explain it to me. My friends have tried because I get it if you're like shooting in the 80s because I have a few friends that are really good shooting like the 80s or even low 90s. I'm like, all right, you're pretty damn good. I mean, fucking low 90s is bad, but for me, I'm like, this kid's sick. If you're shooting in the 80s, you're good, I would say, for the average guy. So I get that. You go you go do something you're good at. And then you mix in a, a few beers, the vibes, the friends, and everything starts coming together. I get that. Absolutely, I do. But when I have more friends, many more friends like me, where they shoot in the hundreds 
and they stink and they three putt and they three chip and they stink and they tear up the divots and they stink and they lose balls and then they buy more balls and then they lose those and they stink. And they're still golfing like twice a week. How? I don't, how do people do that? I need some kind of explanation. I do. I just don't understand. I really don't. Cause here's the explanation I've gotten a lot is what do you mean? It's Saturday. It's nice. How you go hang out with the boys on the golf course. I get that. That's the only thing I get about golf, but why not boys? Why don't we save the 40 bucks and just go hang out in my backyard and put down some lattes there. If that's really what we want to do. If I can, we can watch golf on TV. If you need to see golf that bad, you know what I'm saying? I've never understood that. Cause I'm a guy that'll get, I'll go like probably five times a summer. That's probably like my number from May to today. I've probably golfed five, five to seven rounds. And that's just my number. And a few of those it's free or I go with like my uncle or whatever, but that's just that one was for a friend's birthday or it's like, I'm not going to not go. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't understand it. Cause every like, <sighs> I feel sorry to my friends that are listening to this that really like golf because I'm throwing them under the bus. Like my friends all stink except for like a handful. So I just never understood it. I guess it's something I'll never understand. I'm prepared for the hate and I'm an idiot. And how do you not like, I do like golf. I just don't like paying $40 for golf, I guess is, is, is the thing. Like I, I'll pay 40 bucks or 50 bucks to go see like a Red Wings game or whatever, or a Lions game all day, every day. Sure. Both of those teams, if I go see them, are probably going to lose. So people could say that. And I'm, I'll am i say for the atmosphere and the boys and everything like that. So it's like a touche situation. I'll pay it for those things. I just won't do it for golf. And I can't fucking even understand how others do unless you're good at it. So I don't know. I don't know. Someone someone has like a legit explanation. If, listen, if, you're, if you golf below – if your score is below 90 regularly, don't even bother answering that. Don't even bother answering that because I know you're good at golf. I get why you go golf. If you are a 90s, preferably in the 100s, like me, if you're like my level, like 95 to 95 plus, if that's you, if I'm describing your golf game right now and you go like twice a week in the summertime, please email me the second string Detroit at gmail.com at Nick second string on Twitter, the dot second dot string on Instagram. How do you do it? How do you get yourself to do it? Bro, fucking bringing it back to last week. That's 14 pizzas, dog. Wait, is that more than 14? No, that's 14 pizzas, bro. That's 14 pizzas. Come on, man. Give me the pizza all day. Pizza, pizza. Give me the Caesars all day, brother. And then the last thing, we'll wrap it up here. I don't have much more to say. I don't have much more today. It was pretty slow. It's weird without the Lions, like these weekends, because I talk about the NFL. I, I do my deep dive on the NFL on the on the betting podcast, which I probably won't do until Wednesday or maybe Thursday. I did that one. That one came out on Saturday this week, which is interesting. I'm actually curious to see how, like, I wonder how people like that compared to usually comes out on Thursday or Friday. But, uh, Last thing, started work today, folks. Started the big boy job. I know I mentioned it in the uh, confessions of a young professional. God, that fucking name never gets old. Um, started the big boy job today. So here we go. Here we go. I'm on a 
I'm on a, I'm on a roller coaster that I don't know if I want to be on it or if I want to get off it or if it's going to make me sick or if I'm going to have the time of my life. I don't know shit. I'm pretty much blindfold on a roller coaster drugged. That's it. We'll see. First day was good. My boss is awesome. People I'm working with in my team seem like they're awesome. They're close to my age. So we'll be, hopefully, you know, we'll get along. Everyone will be relatable. I'll be able to crack a few jokes. I fucking great thing happened to me. I sat down in my first training thing today and these guys were talking about the NBA. I was like, yes, fit right. And it was perfect, but we'll see. I don't have much to report on it today. The, the, uh, I need to get an acronym, dude. Confessions of a young professional CYP like that is C confessions of a C O A Y P. That's a lot. CYP. That's what I'm going to call it. Confessions of a young professional. We'll have, uh, I'll have more on it. Maybe then. I mean, it's tough. It's the first fucking day. I didn't do anything. I just sat in trainings all day, but I just want to let people know it's, it's more so not even for my job, but it's hyper drive season on here now. It is hyper drive season. Listen, Barstool Sports is going to hire me one day. I'm telling you right now. I'm going to be the Detroit guy at Barstool. I will. I promise. So we're trying to ramp this up. You will notice when I post this, I'm going to start doing video content. I, not like making videos, but I want to post my podcast when I post Instagram, when I post to Twitter. I want to post like 30 second to a minute long video clips. So when you're scrolling through on Instagram, you can say, all right, fine. I'll, I'll listen to this 30 second clip instead of, oh, I got to go. I got to go in and like fucking commit to listening to this podcast. No, 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 no. We're going to start doing video little snippets. So people, new, new people can see maybe they're into it. Maybe they're not, but they can figure it out kind of for themselves quickly. Um, new shirt coming out tomorrow or Wednesday. It is fire Detroit like a Detroit streetwear shirt, similar to that orange and black one with the old English D it's more of like an abstract art one. It's fucking awesome though. People, I think people are going to like it. I love it. What else? I'm going to start blogging more like twice a day. Like when I get home from work, I'm going to do a podcast and then just blog and watch sports until I go to bed. Um, we're taking this thing up. I'm going to, I'm just going to start, uh, I'm going to try to collab with some people. Like, obviously I'm not going to get anyone famous or Twitter famous or anyone you'd even be thinking of, but there's a, there's this dude I follow in Chicago. Who's doing like a similar, he's like a young kid. I think he's in college doing a similar thing. I'm trying to do, um, people around here, like Chris Castellani, who else like Nick Hankel, some Pistons, Twitter people. I don't know. I'm going to try to just diversify the portfolio, get some more people involved. I don't know. I want to take the, I want to fucking ramp this up though. So that's what we're doing. So the schedule for this week, this one is going to come out on Tuesday. Um, I'm thinking tomorrow being Tuesday, I'm going to record the confessions of a young professional. I actually have a couple stories from friends and people sent in. Um, if you have more stories about work, I don't know, workplace stories or just like funny shit that's happened to you weekends. It doesn't have to be about work. It can be like a party story or bar story or it can be about work or it can be about whatever. Just I'm trying to make something, like I said, for young, like people in their twenties, we're still in that like college state of mind, but now we got real world problems. We're making that community grow. That's what I'm, that's like my goal with it. If you got anything that would be useful or funny or interesting, send it my way. Like I said, the second string Detroit at gmail.com or tweet me at, at Nick second string on Twitter. Um, I got a few stories for the next one. So I'll probably tomorrow, 
tomorrow this will come out wednesday the confession confessions of a young professional will come out more likely than not um and then thursday thursday the betting i'm thinking maybe the betting podcast will come out and then we'll see friday if i i might just go with three this week or maybe friday i'll have another confessions of a young professional type deal i mean i think confessions of a young professional is what i'm going to just start labeling that's just going to be the title for my miscellaneous podcast so if i want to talk about a movie or a show or like today like the golf like i don't the golf thing like if i want to just talk about random stuff that's going to just be the title i use for it it's all going to be under the confessions um umbrella and then i'll save the second string for the betting the lions the detroit all that stuff so I think that's how I'm going to separate it. just the random, like more comedic, not, I don't want to call it stand up because it's not what it is, but me just like ranting about whatever, like random stuff. Like, why does my mom have so many towel hand towels on our oven? That's going to be a confessions episode or segment. If I want to talk about why is Matt Patricia still fucking employed by the Detroit Lions, that'll be more of a traditional second string one. So you'll figure it out. I'll label them as need be, um, but it's going to be good. That's all I have today. Appreciate everyone listening. We're taking this to the top, man. Episode 40, I think. Thanks, everyone, who's been listening along the way. Tell your friends. Spread the word. Hope you guys have been enjoying, and I'll be back tomorrow. See you guys.